Well, praise God. Again, it's an honor to bring you God's word. And um, I'd just like to do a quick one on um, on, on the, the strength strength in adversity. The Bible says in Proverbs 24 and verse 10, it says, if you faint in the day of adversity, then is your strength small. Now, very, 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 very few things I want us to see from that scripture, Proverbs 24, Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 10. First and foremost, the word if, if they faint, that means fainting is conditional. It's conditioned upon certain things. You may fail, you may not fail. He says if you fail, or if you faint in the day of adversity, then is your strength small. So you fainted because your strength was small. You didn't faint because the adversity was designed to make you faint. Now, the first thing that happens to us when we, at the first sight of the adversity, is that we already concede defeat, you know, as though adversity will never have come to us if we, were, we actually were worth anything. No, that's not true. Your true worth in life is actually your worth in adversity, not your worth before adversity. So that means you really cannot tell what this machine can do until you put it to test. You cannot be sure that the auxiliary gears are working until I put the car in a muddy place. Stuff has to come for you to know what your true worth is. And so, so your actual capacity in life is your capacity in adversity. Now, that being said, any other approach to faith apart from this approach that I am telling you about is denial. To pretend like problems don't come to you because you are in faith and that your faith is your immunity from problems is not true. It, it's not. It's not true. It's not Bible faith. Bible faith says, I expect God to do the best for me. But my mind is prepared for the worst because I know that my faith can change it. Now, once you accept that there is an issue, then you begin to understand. You begin to understand. You see, because um, accepting that there is a problem is not enough. Accepting that, okay, there's a real challenge is not enough. You must understand the systems. Now, part, part of understanding the systems is to understand why do challenges come. Now, the scripture says, then, if you faint, then is your strength small. That means it is your strength that actually answers the challenge. It's your strength. It's about your strength. So now, Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 10, the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is your strength. So we can read that scripture in Proverbs 24 like this and be correct. If you faint in the day of adversity, then is your joy small. You must understand that when adversity comes your way, the first thing it comes to steal is your joy. The first thing you want to let go of in the face of any challenge is your joy. And that is one thing you must not do because if you let go of your joy, you have let go of your strength. If you faint in the day of adversity, then it's your joy small. That's why Paul will admonish the church. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. He will speak to the Thessalonian church. He says, rejoice evermore. Pray without ceasing. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God 
in Christ Jesus concerning you. But it says, rejoice evermore. If you want to stay strong, you have to stay rejoicing. Because your strength in adversity is what determines whether you are going to faint or not. It says, if you faint, it's because your strength is small. It's because your joy is small. So if you are a wise believer, one of the things that you want to do is to take the admonition of Paul the Apostle. Rejoice evermore. Rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. You just need to keep rejoicing because that is where your strength comes from. You see, the beautiful thing is that even in the afflictions, the Lord is still your deliverer. Oh, you've got to rejoice. Once you accept that there is an issue, you need to understand the system to engage to come out of it. And one of the best systems that you can engage to get out of any trouble is the force of joy. Rejoice. Rejoice. Rejoice again. I say rejoice. I'm sure made it. And I thought to bring you a word of faith and hope. Well, praise God. Again, it's a joy to bring you God's word. Let's quickly, as we begin to uh, um, understand the systems of God, see, and um, you, you need to understand, uh, and you must come to terms with the fact that you cannot do better than your level of understanding. So, if you are going to operate in a kingdom, then the best thing you should do is to get understanding. Solomon says, in all that getting, get understanding. So, we need to get understanding. I mean, we really cannot do anything apart from it. In understanding the systems of God, you must understand first that adversity is going to come. Many, the afflictions of the righteous. Righteousness or loving God is not, is not immunity against problems. You are already in a falling world. Issues are going to come up against you. You must embrace it. Come to terms with it. And begin to understand how to come out of it. Now, that being said, the Bible says, the Lord delivers him out of them all. That means God is your deliverer. God does not allow the challenges that come your way to swallow you up. He has a system for bringing you out of them. Now, once you have come to terms with this, you must also understand that if Satan cannot steal your joy, he cannot touch your goods. So his first aim every time he comes up against you is to steal your joy. Satan wants to steal your joy. I cannot say that loud enough. Satan wants to steal your joy. He wants to steal your joy. Why does he come up against you? Because he wants to steal your joy. Now, if you knew what the thief wanted to steal, then you know exactly how to guard against the thief. If you know he wanted to steal your money, then you know where to keep your money away from him. If you know what he wanted to steal, then you, you know how to keep it away from him. One of the things that you must understand is that Satan is not after you being poor, after you being sick. You see, because if you are sick, you can get healed. But if you lose your joy, you have lost your guard. You have dropped your strength. Every woman in labor needs a measure of strength to push. You need strength to deliver the vision that God has given to you. And so, you must not let the devil steal your joy. You must not. You must not. You must insist that Satan does not steal your joy. Why? Because the Bible says the joy of the Lord is your strength. 
you know the problem with certain diseases is that they affect your immune system now when they affect your immune system you no longer have strength or immunity against anything that comes against you they don't eventually kill you they just give room for other things smaller than them to kill you that's what satan wants to do he just takes away your strength then opens you up to every other kind of challenge you don't want that to happen in your life you want to keep your joy you really want to keep your joy and that's why paul will advise paul will advise and say rejoice oh he said rejoice again rejoice just you just keep rejoicing why because the joy of the lord is your strength and if you're going to come out of adversity i tell you my brothers and my sisters then you must have the force of joy it is with joy that we draw out of the means of salvation that means joy in itself is a force is a potent force that brings out the treasures of salvation i want a believer to look in the face of his challenges and rejoice and let me tell you something there is one believer that satan cannot manage there is one christian that satan can never understand it is the christian that rejoices in the face of challenges i trust that bless you i'm shagwan and i thought to bring you a word of faith and hope